Welcome to Maranatha Teaching Podcast. I'm your host, Femi Fenoyo. Today is part five of our The Cross series. The title today is Preaching the Cross. We pray that this teaching will be a great blessing to you. Want to talk about preaching the cross now paradventure you may get the title wrong this is not a preaching for preachers so this is not a how to preach sermon it is preaching the cross because the way we apply the cross is by what preaching it is someone listening to me or that for us to understand that there is power when we preach the cross. That when we stand to preach the cross, the issue is not about oration. It's not about diction. It's not about the wisdom of men. We will read it if we get there, if time will permit us. That when we preach the cross, the Bible call it the power and the wisdom of God. That the way we minister the cross is not by carrying a crucifix. Is someone listening to me? It's about preaching the cross. We've been talking a lot about the cross. So tonight, there is two parts to it. My guess is that we will not get to the second part. There is the preaching and there is the cross. We need to understand the importance of preaching. Maybe if we understand that, our attitude will be important. You know, it's, it's interesting that oftentimes some people have the attitude and say, you know, let, let the man of God just finish talking. You know, when we preach, we are not talking. It's, some, it's not a pet talk. You see, we know that Jesus heals. He healed. We know that Jesus went about healing and performing miracles. What many of us don't understand is that Jesus was first of all a preacher. So that is why it is important for us tonight to talk about preaching the cross. That when we settle down to preach the cross or to sit down under the preaching of the cross, it is a very, very important, let me call it exercise. Okay, whereas we will go to talk about this than to go to the very book that was written after the cross, where we have examples upon examples upon examples for us of people that actually preach the cross. You need to understand with me, please, that the message, <laughs> that the power is not in the messenger. That the power is not in the messenger. That the power is in the message. The power is not in the method. The power is in the message. So the messenger is important. Don't misunderstand me. The method is important, but let us be careful. Let me be careful that my, my method and the messenger does not get in the way of the message. Or that the messenger must not by any 
slightest idea think that this, the power of the message depends upon me? Or must I touch the glory that belongs only to him? That is why down history, God has used the mighty. He has also used the non-entity of this world. Yes, God used mighty, God, God, God used kings, but he also used farmers. Yes, God used male and he used female. Yes, God used older and he used the young. Because listen to me, it's all about the people that yield themselves to him, for him to flow through them. Act chapter four. This was the story of Peter and John. Because of our time, I'm not going to go reading most of the story. This was after Peter and John, you remember when they healed that man by the beautiful gate and there was commotion. And then they arrested both of them. Acts chapter 4 verse 1 and 2. And as they spake unto the people, that's Peter and John, the priest and the captain of the temple and the Sadducees came upon them, being grieved. Now, what was grieving them? Is someone listening to me? The Bible says they were grieved. <laughs> you, know, you know, you know. The Bible says something was shooking them. They were grieved. Now, the point is, what was their grief? Was it because of the way Peter was dressed? Or... The way Peter was gyrating and, you know, no, no, no. What was grieving them? He said they were grieved that they what? Taught the people and preached. <laughs> Someone listening to me. That they taught the people and preached through Jesus the resurrection from the dead. That was the problem. And very quickly, the devil wanted to shut down that message. Because he knew that that is the power. That that's the secret of the power. That when the church preached the gospel, when the church preached through Jesus the resurrection from the dead, that is where the power is. And they began to try to shut it down. Verse 7. And when they had set them in the midst, they said, Peter, and John in their means, and they were going to they were going to intimidate them with their caps and their regalias. They put them in the midst and they asked them, by what power and by what name have you done this? Now, now, one of the things you will realize as I read along is that wherever the resurrection is preached, there is power. Wherever the gospel is preached, there is power. So the issue, you see, they are grieved that they, they are grieved that they are preaching and teaching in the name of Jesus, the resurrection from the dead, but yet they want to know the secret of the power. You, you, you already told us the secret of the power. Verse 7, and when they said them in the midst, they asked, by what power, or by what name have you done this? Then Peter, filled with the Holy Ghost, said unto them, you rulers of the people and elders of Israel, he didn't, he didn't you know, uh, insult them, call them rulers of people. And if we this day be examined of the good deed done to the impotent man, by what means he is made whole, be it known unto you all and to all the people of Israel that by the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, whom you crucified, whom God raised from the dead, even by him does this man stand here before you, that is standing here before you by the power of resurrection, that issue from that man 
that you nailed on the cross. You nailed him on the cross because you wanted to kill him. But what you didn't understand is that you are just opening a door for the power and the wisdom of God to flow. And what you've done there, this is the result. Okay, maybe we didn't understand what was going on on the cross, but look at this man. This is the reality of what was happening on that cross. This man that was made whole, this man that was made whole is connected to that cross. But what connected him to that cross is two men that are yielded to the Holy Spirit that are walking in faith and in wisdom. Faith in Christ Jesus. Say, look at us. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, arise and work. The preaching of the cross. Let's go down to verse 17. All sort of things was happening. Then verse 17, but they now threaten them. But that is spread no further among the people. Let us straightly threaten them that they speak henceforth to no man. In this name. Let's shut the message down. And there's a lot of things going on in our, in, our, in our world today that wants to shut the message. Unfortunately, most of those forces are inside the church themselves. Another message. We don't like this message. This message is not politically correct. This message doesn't align itself to our ideologies. So let's shut it down. Let's paint over it. Let's preach something else. Let's relegate it. Oh, no wonder there's no power. No wonder there's no glory. No wonder the power has departed. Because we have changed the message. So let's shut it down. Let's preach something else. Let's entertain them. Let's, let's, let's get them busy. Let's talk about the latest psychology. Let's tell stories. Let's tell jokes. Let's, let's fill the church. Let, let them come in. Let them come in. Let them come in. Well, where's the power? Let's go quickly to Acts chapter 5. Let's take more instruction. We are still in Acts chapter 5. This was when, this was after the incident of Ananias and Sapphira. This was where we're going to read now. Again, a manifestation of the power of God in the middle of God's people. Husband died, boom. Wife came, boom. And the Bible says fear fell upon everybody. But the next thing the Bible says is that people started bringing sick people from afar off. Everywhere, people say there's power here. There's power here. Everybody come. So, that was going on. And quickly, the devil want to shut it down again. Acts chapter 5 verse 17. Then the high priest rose up and all they that were with him, sorry, with the sect of the Sadducees and were filled with what? Indignation. You remember what we read the first time? What They were grieved. Now they were filled with indignation. When you preach the cross, the demons start coming out. You will start seeing aggression indignation. The Bible says they were filled with indignation and the Bible says and they laid their hand. This is not the hand of anointing. No. They laid their hand upon the, upon the apostles and put them in common prison. Listen to me. The anointing upon our life doesn't mean that we will not be rough and do. 
the anointing, the fact that, in fact, let me put it this way, the, the very mere fact that you bear the authentic message means that you are a target for harassment. So don't tell me that you are being aroused because you are a Christian. What do you expect? What I will be very unhappy with is if you have been rough handled because you are a busybody, because you are not wise. That is different. The Bible says they, were, they put them in common prison, but this is where the power comes. Verse 19 says, But the angel of the Lord by night opened the prison door and brought them forth and said, Now, now it is what the angel said that is very important. The, the angel said, Go, stand, what? Speak in the temple to the people all the word of this life. Speak it, preach it. You know, there is some subtle movement nowadays to say we don't need to preach it. No, 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 we need to preach it. This is the way God has said for us to be able to minister the cross. Preach it to yourself. Preach it to your family. Preach it to your situation. Preach it to the enemy. Preach it to the world. Preach the gospel. Don't preach your pain. Look, I could preach my pain here tonight. I could preach my disappointment. But the power is not in that. The power is in the cross of the Lord Jesus Christ. The angel said, go, stand, speak in the temple to the people. The words of this life. Because this message brings what? Life. And then you know the story because then the, the, the high priest tried to look for them and said, those people, verse 25, because there was commotion in the morning, they were gone. <laughs> and then somebody came in verse 25 and said, then came one and told them saying, behold, the men you put in prison, they are standing in the temple and doing what? Teaching the people. You know, it bothers me. It bothers me that people cannot sit down and listen. You know, we have to keep, give people bites. You know, salmon bites. That if we preach any longer than 30 minutes, people will sleep. That is not the way it ought to be. The Bible says that Paul was in a theater of one Tyrannus and he was preaching and teaching every single day. There was a time he taught them what? All night. What's our problem? What is the problem? These people, the Bible says that they are, they, they, the church, they, were, they, were, they dwell in the apostles' doctrines, in breaking of bread and in fellowship every single day. That was the secret. So, verse 27. And when they had brought them, they set them before the council, and the ice priest asked them, saying, Did we, did not we straightly command you that you should not teach in this name? And behold, you have filled Jerusalem with your doctrine, and you intend to bring this man's blood upon us. And on and on and on it goes. Let's go to Acts chapter 8. We read, read the story of Philip. Obviously, we know that Philip went to Samaria. We know that there was miracle in Samaria. You see, this is the problem. When we talk about miracle, and God does use that system, we are looking about at one woman of God and one man of God, greatly anointed by God, that come and wave his jacket upon us and will be healed. That happened. But that is not the foundation and fundamental way of the scripture. 
The foundation and fundamental way of the scripture is for us to sit down. You see, it's, it's, it's very funny. It's very funny. We have convention and rightly so. And we bring all these big man of God and rightly so. But let me tell you something. What we do here every Sunday and every Thursday is much more important. I mean, look, our, our YouTube, our Facebook, you can go there of the church and listen to these messages again and again and again and again. Acts chapter 8. So we know that Philip went to Samaria. We know that there was miracle. But what is the secret? Verse 5. Acts chapter 8 verse 5. Then Philip went down to the city of Samaria and what? And preached Christ unto them. And the people with one accord gave it unto those things which Philip spake before they started seeing anything. The secret is in the preaching. Oh, and that is why you and I need to pray, pray for our minister that God will grant them utterance in the Holy Ghost. That we are not going to bring stale food to you. That it will be anointed word of God. The Bible says, and the people with one accord, they gave it unto those things which Philip spake. Hearing and then seeing. Hearing and seeing. That's always the way it is in the scripture. Hearing and seeing the miracle which he did. And then things began to, to take place over there. Preaching. We're talking about preaching. It's funny, you go to some meeting. I've been invited to places where you are told you are going to speak for 30 minutes. And then you can say, by man of God, man of God. The time is gone. Can you speak for 10 minutes? Yes, you'll speak for 10 minutes. God will move in 10 minutes. But why don't you shut everything else down and have the word? And the thing we are spending all the time is just people, somebody cracking jokes. There's nothing wrong in cracking jokes. Don't misunderstand me. There are some Holy Ghost jokes. But at the end of the day, we give the man of God five minutes to preach the word. Of course, of course he will preach the word. I will preach the word in two seconds. But you get what you pay for, preaching. The word means to deliver. Preaching is a delivery system. That's my point. So when you preach, you are coming with something. So when you hear, you must be ready to what? To receive. So if I am not coming with something, and if you are not receiving something, it's a waste. May the Lord not allow us to waste our time. So to preach is to, it's a delivery service. And the only thing we have to deliver here is the message. So he must speak to me. He must speak through me. And he must speak in you. So that there is a transaction. It's a delivery. What do we deliver? We are delivering the gospel. So preaching is a medium. Preaching is a channel whereby we deliver the gospel. And what we saw there, really, as we were looking into this book of Acts, is that their sermon was Jesus and him crucified. Because there's power. We've, we've, we've mentioned the cross. I told you a little bit earlier that Jesus was a preacher. Let's try and establish that. Come with me to Luke chapter 4. That was the way, that was the medium. This is the point, we missed this. That was the medium Jesus used to deliver the power. Luke chapter 4. This was when Jesus came to Nazareth and they delivered unto him the book from prophet Isaiah. Verse 17. And there was delivered unto him the book of the prophet Isaiah. And when he had opened it, the Bible said, he found. So this was not that Jesus just opened the prophet of Isaiah and wherever it opened to, he read. No, he looked for this one. He looked for this verse. 
It found a place where it was written, the spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me. What's the first thing? To preach to the poor. And then it went on and went on and obviously the work of power. But I want you, I'm knocking this, people of God. That when men and women of God stand here to preach, it's a holy moment. Luke chapter 5 from verse 17. And it came to pass on a certain day as he was what? It came to pass on a certain day as he was teaching. That there were Pharisees and doctors of the law sitting by, which were come out of every town of Galilee and Judea and Jerusalem. Now, you know, that, that thing that was in that, let's remove those one. You know, the Pharisees, let's remove them. Let's, let's read it straight. And it came to pass on a certain day as he was teaching, and the power of the Lord was present to heal them. The power of God was present because he was teaching. And then the Bible said, behold, they brought men. And you know what happened? In fact, there was a place in that verse also, when you, when you start at the beginning, the Bible says they press upon him to hear. Yes, 5-1, thank you. And it came to pass that as the people what, pressed upon him to hear his word. They pressed upon him to hear his word. Let me, let me give you something, and, and I've said it here. Do you know that as a minister, you, you are actually affected by the hunger of the people? There, there are some places you go to minister by the time you finish, you are tired. No, 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 not because you are struggling. It's because people are drawing things out of you. You could literally feel it. There is, there, is, there is a freedom that you have. It's not because you prepare, but there's somebody that is hungry, that has been praying, that is there, pressing, trying to receive. Somebody says, oh, I didn't like that someone. Oh, really? That tells me how much you are pressing. The Bible says, and it came to pass as the people press upon him. Not to rob him, <laughs> not to rob on him, but the Bible says to do what? To hear the word of God. I have to be very honest though, that sometimes we preachers have discouraged people. Because sometimes people have pressed upon us and we didn't bring the word of God. So we need to also talk about that. That people pressed, they came with high expectation and all we told them was jokes. They got nothing. You know, the Lord Jesus said concerning the end time, Matthew chapter 24, verse 14. He said, and this gospel of the kingdom shall be preached in all the world for a witness unto all nations, then shall the end come. My point is, this is the way we minister the cross. As the men and women of God sanctify themselves and seek the face of God, as the people of God come together, sanctify themselves and seek the face of God, pray for one another, pray for the service, come with an expectation, create an atmosphere for the word of God to have free course in our midst. People, this is still the way God does it. Let's begin to round up. First Corinthians chapter 2 from verse 1. And I, brethren, I came to you not with excellency of speech, or wisdom, declaring unto you the testimony of God. For I determined not to know anything among you, save Jesus Christ and him crucified. In, in Colossians, I said, him we preach, warning every man and teaching every man that we may present every man perfect in him. When we begin to teach, when we begin to teach, when we begin to preach the word of God, with the anointing, with clarity, with simplicity, but with a form of urgency. 
and we begin to open our eyes, our heart for the word of God to have free course in our midst. That word begin to, the Bible says that the word of God is alive, it's quick. King James said, I'm powerful, sharper than any twelve years of discerning, cutting. The Lord Jesus says, so shall my word be that has gone out of my mouth in Isaiah chapter 5. It will not return unto me void. It will accomplish that that I send it. People of God, this ministry of, and by the way, this ministry of bearing the word is not just for the minister, it's for each and every one of us. We, each and every one of us bear the word of God. So Paul said, this is it. All I want to know is Jesus Christ and him crucified. And we're going to round up now. But you know, and I'm not going to read this, just write it down. First Corinthians chapter 1, verses 17 to 31. That is where, in fact, let's just read one or two. Let's read verse 17. First Corinthians chapter 1, verse 17. For Christ sent me not to baptize, but to preach the gospel. Is he saying that he's not going to baptize, baptize people? No, that's not what he's, 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 he's talking about priority. He said this is, the, this is the priority. Everything else, take their bearing from this. Because you will understand that w w the way it got to this was talking about the division among the Corinthians. The house of Chloe came to talk to him that there was division. Somebody said, I'm of Paul. Somebody said, I'm of Apollos. And Apollos said, what's your problem? Am I, was I crucified for you? Was Paul crucified for you? Was Apollo crucified for you? Okay, fine. You may say because I baptized you, that is why you think you are my disciple. I can only remember baptizing only. So God, he did not call me to do, that is not my primary issue. You know, and I'm going to say this here. You know, in this church, we are blessed with ministers that will go and do things. You know, you know, pastor didn't come and name my child. You know, pastor didn't come and pray for me here. Look, he has already asked other people to do that so that we can free him to do the word. The apostle said, listen, we will have to give ourselves continually to the ministry of the word and prayers. Choose seven men among you. Let them do those jobs. We have to protect our minister to do the core work because all these other things have been delegated to other people to do it. And they can do it. And they will do it. For the preaching of the cross is to them that perish foolishness. But unto us which are saved, it is the power of God. You know, what we preach to the Jews is a stumbling block, a sovereign, a crucified Messiah. To the Jews, that is, that's a stumbling block. To the Gentiles, that is foolishness. But what we preach is the wisdom and the power of God. Amen. This is the wisdom. This is our Samson here. If we allow Delilah to shave it, we will just shake for nothing. We will just gyrate for nothing. We have to protect this. Preaching the cross. We sincerely invite you to check out our teachings on YouTube Maranatha Teaching Channel. They will bless you. Thank you.